Welcome to the Nonprofit Voice Tech Series, a special edition of the Nonprofit Voice Podcast, hosted by Mark Becker, founding partner of Cathexis Partners and editorial advisory board member of Nonprofit Pro. In each episode of this monthly installment, Mark will have conversations with prominent nonprofit organizations and industry thought leaders to learn more about different technology offerings in the marketplace. Join us and together we will learn more about these innovative digital tools and how to navigate the rapidly evolving technology landscape. All right. Hello again. Mark Becker here, founding partner of Cathexis Partners. This time I am here with a a bunch of nonprofit peer-to-peer fundraising experts um, and thought leaders. And we just really want to get out there and share a little bit about our upcoming conference. It's a peer-to-peer world 2021. It's going to be for, we're totally mixing it up this year. Instead of just one day and five, uh, one day and five sessions, we're going to do five days of five sessions each day and make it instead of killing everybody's week, making it um, five Fridays uh, starting September 10th through October 8th. So people can hopefully, um, the way it's intended, is take a day to focus on thought leadership, thinking about next year, thinking about the future of your campaigns, and uh, us helping provide some ideas and and, uh, getting some ideas, hopefully, from everybody else involved in the conference. So looking forward to that and would love to just chat with um, a few of the folks that will be speaking at this year's conference and involved in this year's conference and getting their ideas about what they plan on talking about and what they're seeing out there in the industry. So first up, Maureen, welcome back to the podcast. This is a second time for you. You're you're like a pro now. Um, Do I get how a are, How are things? <laughs> There's no no. I don't have that. I don't have no budget. <laughs> how are, are you? Good. Things are good. We're in the waning days of the summer, and I think everybody's ready to get on the other side of Labor Day because that's when stuff starts to get serious again inside nonprofit fundraising teams, whether it's peer to peer or straight up end of year. I like it. I like it. Um, and your session is, what do we focus on you know, when you come with your, with your session again? <laughs> Shall I remind you? I'll do that. Um, so the title of the session is Future Proofing Your Peer-to-Peer Program. And the premise of this session, the, the takeaways, just as a, like an early tease of what we're going to be talking about is, we, you know, let's not just throw spaghetti at the wall in 2022. I think 2020, we had to be super reactive. People just figured it out or canceled when it came to their peer-to-peer programs. 2021, I think we all hoped that we would all be together, like physically together the second half of 2021, not happening in most places around the country. And so this exercise, this uh, practice that we're going to go through in my session is designed to help people really evaluate their programmatic components. And you should do that anyway, right? You should do an an analysis every couple of years and see what can you level up? What are you going to drop? What's new that you're going to try? But because we've been living in this, I don't know, kind of environment for a couple of years now, I think we're all tired of trying to figure out how to look at these things and evaluate them and make the right changes going forward into 2022 and beyond. So I have this framework that I use called the four Ps. Um, 
what are those four P's? It is your plan. <laughs> it, is, it is your platform. It's your people and your business processes. And so we're going to talk about how to look at your existing peer-to-peer -peer program through those four lenses and focus on making the right changes based on your goals. And we're gonna also spend some time talking about how do you set realistic goals right now? You know, the live in-person walks, runs, peer-to-peer -peer events bring in more money than virtual events do often. And so what do we do about our 2022 goals for peer-to-peer, -peer, whether it's a DIY or a virtual challenge or whatever? So we're going we're gonna to spend some time kind of with some tips and some practices and steps that organization teams can take to kind of realign themselves to 2022, feeling like their plan is solid, their platforms are set up properly, or they're in the right platform. Um, they've got the right people with the right skills and training and the business processes to support participants, donors, and themselves inside the organization. So that's what we're going to talk about on, uh, on Friday the 10th of September. I like it. Great way to kick off the conference. Actually, we'll be kicking it off with a virtual 5K for anybody that wants to attend, but from a, a cerebral kind of perspective, uh, I like it. You're covering a lot there. Um, so looking forward to it. Then we have my friend, Carrie Bodell, who has also been on the podcast before. Um, we are going to, uh, did I wrangle you into this or did you wrangle me? Uh, co-wrangler um, into the session? We've been co-wrangled. We've been co-wrangling like each it. other for many, many years. <laughs> and and we're going to do it again. And I think this is going to be great. Um, we're going to be focusing on email, email communications workshop, and it's going to actually be five sessions. So each Friday, we're going to have a session at 1130 Eastern time um, and kind of build on that over the five weeks, right? Um, looking forward to that, Carrie. What are your yeah, thoughts on I'm, it? I'm excited about it. And I think the way the wrangling happened, Mark, was you came and told me about the new format of the conference and we started talking about how awesome would it be if we could actually do something that built on itself over the multiple weeks and so each of the sessions we will be doing some theory some philosophy but then really quickly talking to how does this happen and how does this all really come to life when you're busy and things are happening and Sometimes you don't know what's going to move the needle, so you need to respond quickly. And um, we're going to get real really quickly. And every week, we're going to be doing a little bit of homework. And the homework from the previous week will inform the next week. And by the end, we want you to leave with something really actionable that you'll feel like, OK, I, I attended these five sessions and really got something valuable out of it, whether it's something that you're able to do immediately by yourself or whether it gives you a tool to go back to your organization and talk with your marketing team or talk with your copywriters or talk with your technology team or talk with your fundraisers. From whichever point of view you sit in the organization, um, we really are excited to give you some useful, valuable tools. And I think right now there are so many ways that we're communicating with our customers and e-com is obviously just one of the channels and we want to make sure that it's targeted, that it's strategic, that it's effective so that we can cut through so much of the noise out there and really move our needle on the peer-to-peer -peer programs this fall. 
yeah, I'm really looking forward to that and looking forward to just the, the everybody's involvement in that and that and that they'll have something tangible at the end of it that they can work with. So it's exciting. It's a different type of program that we're putting together. So uh, for us, so I like it. And thank you yeah, so we'll much also for have some, your help. Have some good guest stars coming in. So it's not just me and Mark, uh, Julie Brock from Susan G. Komen with me will also be facilitating and we've got some all stars already lined up. I know um, Jillian Stewart from CareWorks will be there. Joanne Collins from Event 360 will be there one of the weeks. So um, we we will have a an interesting rotation of characters. I'm looking forward to it. All right, and then we have uh, Abby and Brand, Brendan from um, QGive. Um, Abby, you wanna tell us a little bit about what you're gonna be talking about? Yeah, so uh, what we're gonna be looking at is what has kind of happened over the last year to year and a half in the peer-to-peer -peer space, and then what we think that means for the future of peer-to-peer -peer fundraising. Uh, so uh, earlier this year, we released a research study called Navigating the Unknown, and that research study looked at how nonprofits and their supporters adjusted uh, to kind of a post-COVID world. And a lot of what we looked at is um, donors changing donation preferences and how they preferred to get involved with the nonprofits they support, uh, even if they couldn't um, physically kind of meet up for a, a peer to peer event. So we're going to look at that and we're really going to look at three different predictions we have for the future of peer-to-peer. -peer. Uh, we're going to look at the fact that uh, there's really no indication that hybrid or virtual events are going away entirely. We're going to look at why that is and what that means for peer-to-peer for -peer fundraisers in the future, uh, hopefully post-COVID. We're going to look at um, how people are increasingly taking the peer-to-peer -peer event format and kind of pushing the limits on the kinds of events and campaigns they can support with that format. And then we're gonna look at how there is a growing trend of nonprofits combining peer-to-peer -peer events with other fundraising campaigns that all run simultaneously and kind of point to each other. So um, we're going to be looking at all of those with the input of a local fundraiser. Her name is Margot Pagan, and she works with the Sharing Center out of Longwood, Florida. And we're going to look at how she and her team kind of used each of these three trends uh, to raise. They raised, I think, over $355,000 last year to support their operations um, despite the pandemic shutdown and everything that's happened. So Margot has a ton of phenomenal insight to share. So I'll come to you with kind of the numbers and the trends and the predictions and the best practices. And then Margot will come in with her real life insight to talk about what it was like to execute all these different strategies and ideas, what she would change in the future and uh, any kind of insight she can give fundraisers now who are interested in exploring these different developments in the space. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, Brendan, the, um, you and the QGIVE uh, team continue to kind of spin up different updates and changes. I mean, this industry, it's, it's not like you can sit on your, your laurels, right? You guys are always innovating and hearing feedback. And what else are you seeing out there? Yeah, I, I I don't know that I can add much more than than Abby's already shared. I, I think we don't want to give away the you know the the fun stuff that she's going to be sharing during the session certainly. But you're absolutely right. I mean the the industry over the years has continued to uh, present obstacles for for vendors, uh, and we have to overcome them so that we can keep up with what the clients are looking to do. So um, you know certainly uh, certainly looking forward to Abby's session. 
Um, and, and I know that she's got a bunch of good stuff lined up because we've been prepping for it. So um, in addition to that session, I just wanted to make sure that we, we all knew that, uh, or that everybody knows we're, we're bringing some fun to the table too. Um, QGIF right. is actually working with one of our partners, uh, Fun Team Events, uh, on a couple trivia sessions for the uh, for the conference, kind of during our, our downtimes, uh, we thought it'd be fun to to kind of pull uh, aptly named fun team events into the mix and uh, have them do some trivia for us. So we'll be uh, we'll be out in full force on I think it's the the seventeenth, uh, yeah, September seventeenth and and October first uh, from eleven to eleven thirty with fun team events doing that trivia. Uh, so we're looking forward to to learning from from everybody that's on this call today and everybody who's going to be uh, speaking and presenting at the at the conference. And can't wait to to see that session that Abby's pulling together. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks for doing that. Great yeah. stuff. All right. Also with us today, I think that might have the. Uh, winning for the busiest guy in, in um, nonprofit fundraising, Brian Lively. He's got his hands in all kinds of things. Brian, uh, yeah, you're bringing a couple different sessions uh, to, the, to the table and involved a couple different ways, right? Yeah, absolutely, Mark, and thanks for including us. But yeah, as you mentioned, I have the pleasure of working with many great nonprofits, brands, events uh, across the globe. And, and the first coming in on the last session on the 10th of September in honor and uh, preparation of the honorable moment in time that we have on 9-11, 20 year anniversary. But uh, Kilter will be coming to the table and speaking and leading a session. I discuss how they're working hard to lead all inclusive campaigns through engagement and fundraising. So it can be uh, logging activities, walking your dog, playing pickleball, logging your miles, cycling, uh, whatever it may be, but we're really bringing uh, some fun engagement uh, and uh, the opportunity to really make all activities uh, count. So Kilter's partnered up with a nonprofit Answer the Call, who benefits the widows and the children of the fallen from 9-11, as well as famous uh, retired New York Jets center Nick Mangold. And the team uh, of speakers will discuss how the inclusion of all and what that means through all different activities really where you can make your supporters stickier than ever before and how it brings really new supporters into the fold, which is what so many nonprofits are focused on today. So key partnerships with technology partners and high profile individuals can really help take your efforts to the next level, um, which will be excited about providing everybody a chance to participate uh, in that campaign uh, with Nick Mangold and answer the call the day of uh, on September 10th as well. So very much looking forward to that opportunity. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, really cool. Excited. And then uh, later that month, uh, we'll bring back a group of uh, great speakers, including Pam Pickard from the Heron Project based out on the East Coast, uh, the team from Giving Game, global fundraising platform, and uh, members from the Boston Athletic Association talk through the power of live streaming and the importance of now, right? So, so many people are on their devices all day long, every day. So you need to meet people, excuse me, where they're at. So the opportunity to engage with a wide variety of audience while making it super easy, uh, you know, for nonprofits is such a requirement this day and age. So we'll discuss activation opportunities at mass participation events, whether it's through the in-person or virtual expos, fan fest weekends, VIP breakfasts, uh, and other just key moments. Uh, we'll also chat about the power of data. So, you know, imagine, um, you know, the opportunity for nonprofits, again, across the globe to make really educated decisions based on where and when supporters are donating and what they're and what they are and how often they are doing so through 
you know, things like QR codes and, and dedicated to certain different areas, uh, you know, of the event and whatnot. So we're really excited about that. And that's the 24th to wrap up the day too from uh, 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern. That's great. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for bringing in those folks. That's going to be great. I'm looking forward to hearing those. And then Chad, um, your, your team, uh, gather voices are, are not only, yeah, not only do you have a, a session, but you're also providing some of the technology to help folks kind of share their insights and introduce themselves and, and why they're, they're involved. Um, tell us a little bit more about, you know, what you have to offer and, and how you're involved. Great. So thank you. Um, so yes, we have a session that we're leading, um, and so that's going to be on the 17th, um, and it's called Accelerating Your Impact, How to Use Authentic Video Stories from Real People to Advance Your Mission. Um, so you're going to get a couple of Joels there. So our CRO, as well as Joel Alsip from St. Jude, um, and they're going to talk about how um, you know people are at the heart of um, everyone's story, that those stories from people are most impactful, whether they're your donors, volunteers, um, you know, everyone, everyone involved. Um, and so they'll talk about how um, St. Jude specifically leverage user-generated video to tell their stories and, and advance their mission. Um, so that should be a good session um, for sure. Um, and they'll share some best practices. Um, Gather Voices is partnering with you to help you facilitate um, the event and add some engagement. So Gather Voices is a marketing software. We enable people to collect user-generated video from anyone, anywhere, anytime on any advice. So whether you have a phone or a laptop or an iPad or sorry, tablet, um, Freudian slip, um, you can grab that video. So we make it very easy um, for people to give the content providers the directions they need in terms of the stories that you ask them to share um, with, you know, uh, points to call out as well as tips on how to make the video in terms of lighting and background and sound. Um, and then once they've made their video, um, they um, sign the rights away so you can use it however you want. You can edit the videos in our platform and then share it. So for peer-to-peer -peer world specifically, we are kind of, our technology is incorporated in a few different ways. So you know, all the speakers for all the sessions were asked to make a video to talk about what they're gonna be talking about. So everyone's featured on your website right now. Um, you are also using us for um, uh, registrations and member introductions. So as you get people to register for the event, having everyone introduce themselves um, so people can see who's gonna be at the event with them um, and get to know who's gonna be there um, has been incorporated. It has, um, so it's a part of the registration process, but also, You've got a whole page dedicated where you have one of our products called the Hive, which is an interactive video gallery kind of incorporated. Um, I think you're also using us for sponsors as well. So sponsors being able to share their story and how they can help your community. So um, various different ways that we're kind of helping you with it with user-generated video. And uh, we are really looking forward to the event. Yeah, and I, I just love that you guys are involved in this way, and thank you for the opportunity because basically, you know, it allows us to show, you know, peer-to-peer -peer professionals, you know, some of this technology, right, so they can get their hands on it, test it out. That's that's the goal of this is share ideas, but also, you know, share some of this experience and how they can use it. So I'm very excited and, and glad you guys were are involved. So thank you for that. All right, next up. Candice, tell us about what you're going to be talking about. Thank you so much for, you just recently had your own conference, right? Um, everybody's virtual these days. Um, was your conference always virtual? I can't remember. Yeah. Or did it used to be in person? 
Yeah, so uh, we run the digital fundraising summit, and so it actually was always virtual. So this was our fourth year doing it virtually, like two full days. It was it was really fun. We touched on peer to peer, but um, this is really cool to see something that's so dedicated to peer to peer because. I love peer-to-peer fundraising and I think that it is a whole world of uh, type of fundraising to explore. So thank you for having me be part of it. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, looking forward to it. What uh, what are you going to be talking about on the day? So my session is called Fundraising Toolkits, The Secret to -to Peer-to-Peer Fundraising Success. So I work at Causevox or a digital fundraising platform. One of our specialties is peer-to-peer. And over the last six years, I've seen thousands of peer-to-peer campaigns. And I've personally worked with hundreds of organizations setting them up. Um, And it was really incredible because over the last six years, there was this big gap between the peer-to-peer campaigns that did fine they did they maybe met their goal or were almost there and the ones that blew it out of the water and almost every time the ones that really blew it out of the water had a fundraising toolkit so that's basically a package of materials you provide to your fundraisers in order to help them get the word out effectively about your campaign and so really what I'm going to be talking about is really going into the best practices that I've seen over hundreds and hundreds of these tools, toolkits about the components of what you can include so that you can really create an effective toolkit that will also help you blow your campaign out of the water and reach all of your goals. Um, so I'm going to be going over a lot of real examples of toolkits, best practices for actually putting them together, um, tools that you can use. It's going to be a really practical and tactical session. So if you are running a peer-to-peer campaign, want to learn more about how these toolkits can be effective for you, um, I'm going to be diving really deep into it. And yeah, I'm just excited to talk more about it. It's funny because I've personally seen it work so well for so many organizations that I just ended up personally every time I would talk with a nonprofit I would be like hey like whatever you do like make sure that you have this in place and almost everyone that I've chatted about that with came back to me and was like actually that was literally the most effective thing that we did so um yeah it comes from like almost like a personal a lot of personal experience with hundreds of organizations so um toolkits are like a secret passion of mine for peer-to-peer fundraising so yeah that's great well yeah looking forward to it all right next up mark sutton who's been in the industry for a minute right uh like myself um back to the back to the front stream days and and before and now you're over at let's all do good tell us a little bit more about that and and what you got on 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 tap yeah so um i've been involved with the peer-to-peer um you know sector for a long time through the fundraising lens and this is going to be a little different for me where i'm really now going to be talking about um communication tools and specifically um apps and how they can be applied uh for uh uh, peer-to-peer purposes by really any organization so the 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 session headline is um how any nonprofit can use a mobile app for instant communication and it's really around engaging participants on their phones um leading up to during and even after the event and what we're going to be talking about is how uh and one of the things i've seen over the years is it's it's challenging to communicate with people and it's getting more challenging um ironically where um email open rates um you know are, are are are, are, are low, they're not immediately seen. Social media is really awesome for some kinds of communication and not for others. And this will be talking about how 
um, organizations can, uh, can, can utilize um, um, an app to uh, communicate. It's the thing that, that we all look at a hundred times a day. I don't know if that's an encouraging or discouraging stat, but you know, with the push notifications, you know, hitting the front of our phones, it's really, you know, this is kind of how we, we live our lives as, as was stated earlier, where, you know, this is meeting them where they are. And so we're going to be breaking down, um, you know, why mobile apps and uh, kind of from a communication perspective, where does this fit in and where could apps fit in uh, to um, your kind of range of tools um, alongside email, alongside social, other kinds of communications as well. We'll be getting into some data around the apps and just kind of breaking down, um, you know, open rates, um, uh, notification opt-in rates, and, and uh, just kind of usage of mobile web versus apps and kind of how all this fits in. And then really a core piece of what we'll be covering will be a case study that's presented by my co-presenter, who is with the Guardian Angel Bassett Rescue. Um, they run an incredible, uh, uh, it's a, a, a peer to peer event for Bassett Hounds. Uh, they've been running it for 24 years. Uh, I've been involved with them for, for many of those through different contexts, but they're gonna talk about how they're using the app this year to do things like greet participants and volunteers as they enter the event area, communicate with people about what's going on at the event. There's a fundraising element to it and even how they add value to sponsors through um, an app at an event. And that's really the headline of what we'll be covering, Mark. I'm really looking forward to it because it's something that definitely applies to really any organization that's running a peer-to-peer -peer event. I like it. And we might get a chance to, to test drive your uh, app a bit, I, I believe, as well. So looking forward to that. That is right. We're going to be, you know, using the app during some of the breaks to, uh, you know, let people, you know, experience it firsthand, um, how it works and kind of what it does and how um, the instantaneous aspect of communication is really a powerful thing. That's great. All right. Jenna, good to see you. Um, I think we were on a, a, another meeting yesterday, uh, as recent as yesterday, because you're you're with One Cause and and uh, looking forward to that conference as well. Um, and uh, love to hear more about uh, what's going on in, in your neck of the woods and and what you have planned for your session. Yeah, thanks, Mark. We're so excited to be a part of Peer to Peer World this year. Uh, one of the really fun things I get to do at One Cause is our research studies. Uh, we got out of the field with a survey this past April that was really digging into that donor experience. Like, what was it like for donors to be giving, you know, during this virtual transition? And, you know, what can we learn from that? And one of the really interesting things we found is that there was a lot, a huge increase in giving to DIY fundraisers, folks that said that they gave to someone's birthday campaign or individual giving challenge or all these different types of DIY fundraisers. And so we really thought, what a really cool idea is to put together a session to bust some myths about DIY peer-to-peer. -peer. I think we all think we know what DIY is. We all probably have our own definition of it. And so the way we're gonna kind of structure this session is break down some of those myths around DIY and talk about some of the growth that we're seeing there, um, the creativity that we're seeing there and why every organization should be hosting some sort of DIY fundraiser. Uh, I went, I've got my co-presenter, Rich, who's not on today, but he's a lot of fun. He's been in the space for a really long time. So you're going to have two friends really busting some this together um, and trying to make some of this data actionable for you uh, to really, you know, we think, uh, you know, create a whole nother revenue stream for a lot of organizations. I like it and uh, love, love all the data. So yeah, looking forward to that one as well. All right. Next up. Sydney, um, love to hear more about what you have going on in the uh, 
from double the donation and the, the whole matching gifts uh, perspective. To, and there's a lot, a lot of people that don't even think about matching gifts when it comes to peer-to-peer fundraising, right? So yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear more about what you have planned. Yeah, you're right. Tons of people kind of forget that matching gifts even exists when it comes to peer-to-peer fundraising, um, which is funny because we actually partner with about 60 different fundraising platforms, um, QGive and Run Sign Up and Classy and GiveButter and OneCause being some examples of those platforms that we partner with to really help demystify this whole idea that matching gifts are really tricky and really difficult to figure out for their donors and difficult for nonprofits to market. Um, so our session is going to be all about um, how to revolutionize your fundraising through corporate matching gifts. Well, we'll really be spending some time providing some really easy tips on how just do your online donor journey. So how people are already giving through peer-to-peer online, how you can just leverage the time they're taking already to support you guys, to encourage them to go through the matching gift process. I mean, when we think about the, the four to seven billion dollars of unclaimed matching gift revenue that's left on the table each year, that means there are, there's pie out there for every single nonprofit um, and every single nonprofit could be fundraising more and matching gifts. So during our session, we will be talking about some of those easy tips to you know, get your slices of the pie, to get closer to that five to 15% of what you could be bringing in from individual contributions being matched. And we'll be showing tons of different examples from some of our you know, current peer-to-peer clients of how they're leveraging our offerings and our tips and solutions to drive their matches up by 50% for most of our clients each year. Yeah, that's great. I mean, there's so many people that don't even think about it or know about it, um, but just don't take the time. And it can be a pretty convoluted process, but yeah, you, you guys definitely help make that as simple as as can be um, in a very complex space. So well done. Looking forward to it. All right. Um, last but not least, Marie, with um, fundraising, you know, uh, glad you're here. How How's things? Um, what, what do you got planned for your session? We're really excited to be part of the conference. This is the first time that we've actually gotten involved with anything, so it's it's exciting time for us. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, gamification and how it's kind of evolved from just being the obvious route of badges. Um, we're going to be looking at uh, events from around the world and how they've actually used gamification practices um, to enhance their users' experience. And one of the things that I've loved about working in the, um, in the peer-to-peer space or the nonprofit space is the collaboration between organisations. And I think that's really important um, for everyone to kind of come together and share ideas. I know this it, it meant to be competition, but that's not really what uh, everyone is about. Um, so yeah, that's what we're gonna be talking about. Uh, we're gonna have uh, guest speakers from SickKids who will be talking about and showing real examples of how they um, included gamification in their digital strategy and the results of that. Um, We will talk about how important the digital strategy is and digital strategy beyond just your acquisition or your marketing, um, and even beyond the user journey that is just communications via email, how you can uh, incorporate that digital strategy into what you're doing um, and help to sort of build that community. One of the things that I think uh, has dropped off since going virtual is that 
big community feel, the the thing of feeling like you're part of something bigger what, that you get when you're actually amongst a crowd and you, and you get that excitement. Um, and we'll talk about how to bring that back to your events. So we're really excited. And I know you said last but not least, we're actually the last but not least on the conference. So we're um, at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on the 8th of October. So we'd really love for you to come along. I like it. So Maureen's going to be kicking it off and, and you'll be wrapping it up. So and a lot of great content. And this is just actually just a, a little, you know, a few examples of the sessions. There's a lot more uh, folks involved in this and there's a lot more we're going to be doing. Um, we have a charge running that's going to be, like I said, going to be doing a 5K first morning to kick things off if you're available. It's going to be a virtual 5K. Um, I think I got wrangled into um, uh, talking on that so I don't have to run. Um because this doesn't work very well anymore. Um, and, you know, an hour isn't enough time. Um, and then uh, I think they're also going to do some walks on some other days. So a lot of great um, activities, a lot of things to test out, um, a lot of great sessions I heard about uh, strategy, about tech, about data, about all of that. So I'm looking for heaping handfuls of, of all of this. And I think there's a lot of great information to be shared with everybody involved. Um, also, we're going to have um, uh, a LinkedIn group. We have a LinkedIn group set up and um, a Slack um, group set up so uh, everybody can kind of communicate. So looking to make this very collaborative and involve everybody in the conversation. So thank you for everybody that's been in the conversation today. Any any final thoughts from anybody? I'm just going to throw that out there and see what kind of a mess we get when everybody comes off a of mute at once or no one comes off. Could be even worse. Any, any final thoughts from anybody? Just wanted to say thank yeah. you for bringing us all together. Thank you. I need to block out time to attend each and every one of these sessions. I was literally checking my calendar on my phone as people were talking about their sessions. So you will see me there for sure. Excellent. Yes. Brian, any final yeah. thoughts? Yeah, Mark, I was just going to say, it's just such a great lineup of partners within the space. And I loved Marie's comment about, uh, you know, leave the competition at home, really come here to learn, uh, see how everybody can benefit each other, collaborate, you know, meet some new people virtually and uh, be ready to take home some, some great ideas to impact, you know, your organization right from the get-go. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks again, everybody, for your time. And thank you, everybody out there. Um, feel free to stop by peertopeerworld.com. It's free. I think I should have probably mentioned that earlier. Um, that's what this is all about. Um, thought leadership. Um, you shouldn't have to pay for it. Um, let's get these let's get these concepts out there. Let's have these conversations and let's do it as a community. So thank you all for your involvement. And uh, uh, I'm sure we'll see you out there soon. Thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Nonprofit Voice. You can listen to more episodes of The Nonprofit Voice at nonprofitpro.com slash podcast slash the hyphen nonprofit hyphen voice. And remember, for your convenience, you can stream any and all episodes of The Nonprofit Voice on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify.